How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work. So I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm going to set up the speaker and I'm going to listen to Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I think this is the best Mike Shope feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good on it and I like his aggressiveness on it and the bulldog put not enough effort in it i think overall his flow was good but i don't like that mobile wrapping that was my review of mike shope and the bulldog didn't need the spritzer wasn't fire enough no spritzer for you no spritzer Happy Friday, 3 o'clock for the NHL trade deadline, so we've got to keep our uh, collective head on a swivel here. Paul Hamilton will join me in just a minute. Zach told you about a couple moves the Sabres have made in about the last hour, at least that's when they were announced apparently or reported, and there's another one coming in according to Jeff Merrick of Sportsnet or maybe formerly of Sportsnet, uh, Rasmus Asplund is going to Nashville. We don't have that deal yet, but, uh, you know, 3 o'clock's fine. Paul, 2 would have been fine, too, because then you'd get a little bit a little bit more space to sort of collect thoughts and, you know, uh, have these straggler trades, you know, have rolled in by, by an earlier time. But we'll, we'll, make, we'll make it work. Yeah, I wasn't sure if we'd get busy today. Yeah, but we did. You know, the last hour, hour and a half, it's been busy. You know, most of them are, you know, minor type deals uh, because all most of the big fish were gone. And, uh, you know, Buffalo made a couple along the way. Uh, Rasmus Asplund, as you mentioned, just uh, coming over right now. Not official, but uh, as you said, from Jeff Merrick. So, um, you know, Rasmus Asplund I always thought was a nice player, but this year it wasn't working out for him. In past years I thought it did, uh, but it just wasn't. So, uh Apparently, the Sabres decided to move on. Let's talk about the player that we first learned today, the, the, the first trade that we found out about, Jordan Greenway from Minnesota. 
Uh, a couple of things jump out here, Paul, this forward. One is he's big, 6'6". The other is it came out right away. I didn't know this, but that he played for Granado on the U18 team, and Thompson was on that team. So says th- something which I think you would say you knew already or w- not surprised at all. I'd be the same. That Granado, it would, this kind of seems like an example of how he has an important voice in the room here. Absolutely, uh, I'm sure they that he that Don or, or uh, Don Granado had some input on this, because Greenway has been a type of guy, an underachieving type player. Sometimes, you know, Bill Guerin has talked about that sometimes he needs a kick in the pants type of a thing, but Buffalo obviously needs some size. But way too many, you know, smaller players. He's six six, two thirty one, can add some size to that. And I'm sure Granado feels, look at, I know this guy. I know what his what he can bring to the table. We can get it out of him. We've done it before, type of a thing. So you know, let let's get bigger. Let's bring a guy like this in here. I, I think we can we can make him into the player that he's supposed to be. And uh, just to give you an example. I mean, this year he's got two goals and five assists in forty five games. Last year in sixty two games, he had twenty seven points, and in fifty six games, thirty two points the year before. So there's capability there. But it's not always there. So that's going to be Granado's job, and I'm sure he signed off on it, that uh, you know he can get you know, more than this player's been giving. So we're going to have a change here. Greenway in from Minnesota. The trade is for a second-round pick that was Vegas's pick mm-hmm. in the Eichel trade. Mm-hmm. The Sabres had three seconds. Now they have two, and they have announced this trade, so it's official. And also a fifth. Greenway in, Asplund out. We'll see if there's anything else here, but um, overall, like I don't know, like it's hard. I don't want to ask you to give me too fine an opinion on Greenway beyond what you've said already. But uh, what are we looking for? We're looking for size, you know, toughness, and also some, um, you know, defense. Yeah, somebody who can kill some penalties for you. They definitely need penalty killers. Uh, their penalty killing has, has been about as below average as it can be this season, and it's, it's, I think they're the second-worst team in the league in that department. So it's it's something that they definitely can use. He's signed for a couple of years. It's not a, a lot. I believe it's around $3 million. I'm going off the top of my head. It's somewhere. Yeah, I think that's right. And um, so, you know, that they like that too, that he's, you know, price-controlled. He's only 26. You didn't have to give up a king's ransom for him. And, uh, you know, they, that was the one thing I didn't like about Jost. I think Jost has been okay for the team, but it was just another small smurf that they brought in, and they just have too many of the same type of player. You know, I think you got to – and they did the same thing with getting Stillman, big man, who, who has some toughness to him. And, uh, you know, so, you know, they're, they, they're trying to get a little bit bigger too, and another smaller player leaves in Asplund. Makes sense. And you, that's how you're – Sounding, and that's what you're saying. It makes sense that they would be thinking this way. So, sounds like uh, also from Jeff Merrick, a seventh in 2025 to the Sabers for Asplund. So it's basically just handing him to Nashville. I think that's the yeah, lowest possible. Again, it's like Bjork yesterday, and I think, but the Sabers have a very good reputation around the league, and it's a good reputation to get that. You know what? In in Bjork's case, we're not going to use him anymore. You know, let's give him an opportunity to go somewhere and play in the NHL. You know, so they did that. And the same thing with Asplund. I think maybe they've come to the realization that we're just not going to use him. We've got guys in Rochester that are coming along. I mean, you can even look to next year. Right. It's like, where are we going to put them? 
type of a thing. So let's let's give them an opportunity to go somewhere and, and play. So if you get a seventh round pick for them, fine type of a things and that goes a long way agents notice that stuff players notice that stuff and that kind of thing goes a long way when you know other teams other agents and other players are looking at the buffalo sabers yeah next year is definitely important to keep in mind with with any of this i mean this this is not a team pushing for a cup right now this is about a a longer term build and paul i mean they probably not that they have final answers yet of course but have plans for which of those guys down there, Kulik and whoever else, might mm-hmm. be up here next year. And, you know, you want to make sure you have you don't have a, a space for them clogged by a guy under contract that, like, this is this is your chance to uh, free up that kind of space. And Kulik definitely, I think, would get an opportunity, and maybe Savoy. I mean, like, Cousins never wound up in the AHL as a number one pick. Savoy was just picked one pick later than, than Cousins was. He's having a great year in junior this year. So who knows if they might consider him ready to jump to the NHL next year. And I think Kulik would definitely has earned an opportunity next year to, to fight for a spot. Paul Hamilton joining me on the Wester Hotline from the Key Bank, from Key Bank Center. Bulldog is off. I'm Mike Shope here on WGR. Deadline day in the NHL. The deadline was at three, but as always, there are trades that come in <laughs> after after three. Mike, shouldn't in 2023 they be able to handle the trades at 3 o'clock? Yes. Is that just me? <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, that's right. Um, how will you fi- expect to find out whether they're done? Like, will they announce it? Sometimes Other teams are doing they that. announce it. Sometimes you can ask about it. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, they'll come down and say, all right, Kevin Adams is going to speak at such and such a time, around such and such a time. You know, and that helps you, of course, because you need to plan your oh. show and, and what's going on. So that's usually the way it goes. But very often, if you ask, they'll tell you if they're done. Okay, there's also a defenseman trade, a minor leaguer trade. The, the player the Sabres got from Anaheim, Austin Strand, has played 26 games in the NHL. L.A., I think, and Anaheim, if I remember correctly. That's right. All right. And the Sabres send defenseman Chase Prisky to the Ducks. He's been in Rochester. Yeah, that's just a Rochester trade. Uh, Chase Prisky never made it up here, and they actually got down to Davies at the blue line when they were bringing people up. So, you know, Pilot and Davies and, and Clegg all came up before him. So, you know, I, I don't think this player that they just got is going to be, you know, very high in the pecking order as far as if they start running out of defensemen. Well, this is um, pretty much the kind of day, unless there's something bigger yet to be announced, uh, that I was expecting. I think you too, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of minor moves. I wanted, like, I, I don't know much about the guys we're talking about here. Greenway is a known name, but beyond him, like, it's it's relatively obscure players. But I wanted there to be some action here, Paul, from the Sabres. Like, I, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, this front office, in a lot of areas. Like, I feel that they've really tightened up and have become a smarter organization. And I think... The team I want to think they are at least gets a couple moves done here because there has been so much action, you know? Like, if it's a year where nobody's getting traded and whatever, for whatever reason it's all stuck, then I think there's less of a point here. But with all the movement there's been around the league, I mean, they're not a perfect team. They don't have every roster spot occupied by somebody who's got, you know, a super bright future. There should be some 
some movement, and I'm, so I'm glad to see something. Yeah, by the way, John Klingberg, that people might be interested in, just got traded to Minnesota, so he did move before the deadline. Um, yeah, and there was an interesting quote from Don Granado after practice today, and it's, it's, it's very simple. He said, we've made a commitment, and now is not the time to be impatient. So if you can improve your team, fine, but you know, not just to make moves to make moves and you know, make sure it helps your team. You know, and, and, you know, so I thought that was an interesting quote from him, too, that, you know, they made a commitment to the younger players. He was talking about Jack Quinn. He goes, one guy he thought that was going last night which was Jack Quinn. And I think there have been a couple of players, we, a couple of games recently where we can talk about where he's kind of been their best player at times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's getting that opportunity for Alex Tuck. And so that's what he's talking about. You know, they've made the commitment, and now's not the time to be impatient. How do you feel about their chances here? Last night was not great. The score got away from them with the empty net goals and everything, but it was definitely Boston's game. It was. It was, you know, at 3 nothing. I thought, you know, all right, this is a 3 nothing game. I thought it was a good first period, and it was 0-0. And then they were okay in the second and started to fall back a little bit. And then Lukanen stood on his head. And then they, they Lukanen made some good saves on the Oposo penalty, and it's still 0-0, so he's – keeping him in there, and then the penalty to Lukanen, which I totally disagree with, by the way, uh, the tripping the trip. penalty mm-hmm. where he's out to make a save on Pasternak who falls over him, and I don't think that should be tripping. I think Lukanen should be allowed to make a save there. So, but that, they, you know, Boston scored on that, and that pretty much, you know, they ran away. How, how about this? I think if you trip over the goalie, maybe you should get a penalty just for, for falling down, for embarrassing yourself like that. What do you think about this possible rule change? You are David Pasternak. You know, <laughs> exactly. I... <laughs> just got a $90 million contract extension the same day. Stand up. Keep your feet. But what's Lukanen supposed to do? Like try to avoid him and give him half the net to shoot at? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, just, I, I didn't like the penalty, and then that wound up scoring. Not that I thought they were going to beat Boston anyway because it was starting to get away from him. Lukanen really had made some phenomenal saves in the second period. Right before that, Olison had a really good chance on a one-timer. He hasn't scored in 12 games. And then down, that, that Lukanen thing happened right afterwards, and we all know the rest. So, um, yeah, and they still have to play the New York Rangers three times. They have not played the Rangers mm. yet this year, <laughs> so that's coming up. Uh, you know, Tampa's not going to be hard. But on the other side of that coin, I think all three games they've played Tampa this year, they've played well. But two, two got away. They had leads in all three of them in the third period. Two got away. They did get a point out of one of them. And the other one almost got away, but then they found a way to win in overtime. Last so, week. Yeah, it's not a ridiculous thought to think they could come out if they play their play well to get a win against Tampa Bay. No, of course. Uh, that's tomorrow afternoon at 1230. So these are big games. I mean, they're four points out now. And, um, you know, how about if you can say, like, these moves today, Greenway for Asplund, basically, is what we've got so far. Is there much of these next, what is it now, 22 games in the thought process? I imagine that'll be a question for Adams, is like sort of how much of this is for the future. He's under contract, Greenway. And then also, how does he help them like right now? No, I think both. I think that's, you know, that's the criteria he's talked about since he's been the general manager. And I think in both cases, Stillman... 24 greenway 26 i think both in both instances you're looking at a guy that can uh, help both now and in the future so definitely we'll see if um i'm, I'm not sure i don't i don't want to talk like it's over so i just want to be open 
to um, the possibility of another move. We've talked about goaltending a lot, not so much in terms of the trade deadline, I know, Paul, but like whether the Sabres have what it takes there. And, you know, do they? Like twice yesterday we spoke, including on the pregame show, and Lukanen's under 900 here. It didn't get better uh, last night, even with the empty net goals. So um, what do you see like the Sabres doing here going forward in that? I, I did feel bad for him. He, he, that wasn't a five-goal game. He shouldn't have had five hung on him. His team basically, I don't know if give up is the word, but they got rattled, absolutely got rattled. To me, that was a three-goal game for him, and I wouldn't have blamed him on any of them. I thought he was really, really good in that game, and then he winds up going home with five goals against. And I just thought, boy, your your team really left you out on that one to, to, to happen. So here he is, another game with five goals against. Uh, for him so uh, yeah it looks like from what I saw in practice that maybe Comrie gets the net tomorrow Mm -hmm. he had the net by himself in practice which usually means he gets the net the next day in a game so uh, he's won his last three in a row in Tampa he won he gave up five but he won and made some really good saves in overtime when uh, Tampa Bay had a power play so give him credit for that at least that he made four really good saves actually in overtime so they could win the game in overtime. So it's it's looking to me like he's going to wind up in the net for uh, tomorrow's game. The Sabres have – it's very congested. I mean, we, you kind of know this when you see that they've had four, five, even six at one point games in hand on the Islanders. You know, I mean, their, their season isn't longer than the Islanders. They're going to have to play a lot of games in a short amount of time. They do not have two days off in a row for basically three weeks. 22nd and the 23rd is their next two-day break in the schedule. And they only have three such breaks the rest of the season. One is a three-day break, actually, in there. But I don't know, Paul, like when they were on the road a lot, they were talking about how they didn't get a chance to practice. And they won a lot of those games, so maybe this isn't so bad. Yeah, and oh, by the way, I don't want to forget to tell you this. Um, Rasmus Dahlin did practice with the team today. He, I watched him a lot, and he didn't look like he was holding back in the least. So things have changed with him now. They're going to evaluate it. He's going to be somebody that maybe skates tomorrow morning before, you know, they make a decision. He, as Granado said now, uh, a little different than what he said earlier in the week is he's not ruling him out, and they're going to monitor him closely. He, of course, wants to get into the lineup, talked about it. You know, they they, they still want to be smart about it, but it seems like there's more of a chance now, at least, Mm -hmm. that he could play tomorrow. All right, so we'll wait on Adams. We do expect him to speak at some point. Maybe yes. when it's over, they'll just tell you. How many of you guys are convening there down Oh, the quite arena? a few. Everybody's here. So the, the media room is overflowing right now. Oh, so baby. And don't forget, too, the latest I remember a trade, and I've done a bunch of these, is 430. The Sabres did have a trade that went through at 430. I wouldn't expect any tomorrow. But this afternoon, you got to be open-minded. I've seen a couple of 4 o'clocks. I've seen one 4.30. And then I've seen some where, by now, they've told us they're done. Yeah, my guess is, and maybe yours too, they'll, they'll send notice somehow publicly or just to you guys in uh, the media room that there are no more trades, and then maybe a few minutes after that, we'll have Adams. Something like that. We'll yeah, see. Usually between 3 and 4, we hang with the GM. So we'll, we'll, All right. we'll see. All right, Paul, I might uh, call you back. Okay, we'll talk to you then. Thank you. Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline. The Sabres trade with Minnesota. 
Two draft picks go to the Wild for forward Jordan Greenway, who played for Don Granado in juniors on an under-18 national team. Tage Thompson was on that team. The coach has some, if not a great deal, of familiarity with him. They are sending Rasmus Asplund to Nashville for a seventh-round pick three years out. He just did not get you know, into the mix here very prominently at all. Only ended up playing 27 games this year for the Sabres. So essentially they give him away uh, to Nashville. And you have a minor league trade involving defensemen. What is like the big takeaway here? Because I'm sort of asking myself, I mean, this is about what I expected and kind of even what I wanted. Like not a specific player, but it makes sense who they got and what kind of player they got here. Big defensive forward type um that sort of you get it i mean they have some glamour guys who can really score and are making big money and this is important it's an important role and it's arguably what they need the most at least in terms of forwards um nice to think about to fantasize about high-end goal scorers but you know that was not going to be the thing here probably anyway we did talk about timo meyer there for a while but with what it costs to get those type of guys. I'm taking the risk of talking like it's pretty much over, if not over all the way. Uh, you know, this is, I think, largely to be expected. And I'm okay, you know. I, I'm i sure, like always, uh, there are going to be fans who wanted bigger changes. You know, that's what always happens at the deadline. And that's partly because the Sabres, for many years, I mean, we've had them be sellers flat-out sellers for a long time. Anything, I talked about this yesterday, like that you got on deadline day was just kind of sad, necessarily. Except for, okay, I've got some more draft picks. That's good. I mean, it can be a smart thing, but it's just sort of closure and another guy that didn't work out. You know, you've had plenty of those kinds of moves. Going back to, like, the Darcy days, there were years, many, where the Sabres were in the mix like this, and... The the general common thought was, I wish there had been a little bit more action, either just because you like action or because, you know, you felt like the Sabres stopped short a little bit. But, look, they, I think it's clear, and I don't blame them. They trust what they've got, and these kind of fringe sort of trades, if you will, are to be expected and the kind of thing, I think, that um, I can live with, to say the least. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine because if you do trust him, front office, Granado, all of this, I think you sort of got to ride that out. And they're not breaking up their team or flipping a first or even one of this year's, the 22 draft picks, like one of those guys. Certainly, I'm going to assume they talked about all that stuff, but um, a team that's sort of in this place, in time, in, in in the middle, growing is not likely to make that kind of big trade. And, you know, to get in the playoffs, I, I'm sure we'd all, I know we'd all love it if they finally got playoff games here. He had a look last night at what a series might look like, might look like. You know, it, it's hockey and there's always a lot of randomness, but um, the, the top the number one team starting there, and I would say the next two or three after that, maybe four, are on a higher level than the Sabres. So it's not like you don't want to make it. There's definitely value in that. Love to see it.
But to push too hard, to strain too hard at the deadline uh, and sacrifice any part of your future to that end, I, I would have had a tougher time with that. So I feel like that's probably about where they're at. All right, now it sounds like Kevin Adams at 3.30, which is perfect uh, for us. That'll be next, if that's correct. Greg Wyshynski, Marty Baran also today. This is Mike Shope on WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.